That's Feminism Bro, where we're exploring diverse voices in modern female strength. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I think that word has been so diluted, hijacked, and defunct, we women aren't even sure what our role is or how to perform it. But I can tell you this much, it's hella important and we need to figure this out. I'm your host, Bridget Van Bosker. Hey guys, why podcast, why now? That was the question that I was hit with um, from one of my kiddos. And I'm going to give you the answer to that. Um, He said, you have no social following. You hate drawing attention to yourself. You hate speaking in public. You don't even post on social media ever. And I said, well, that's, I guess, maybe one reason why why I'm doing it because you got to get uncomfortable to grow. I tell them that all the time. If you've got to step out of your comfort zone, if you want to improve yourself. So maybe if I don't like posting on social media and I don't have any social media accounts, that's probably generally a good thing. But if I want to get more comfortable putting myself out there, then this is one reason to do it. That's sort of the lesser of the two reasons though. I think, um, I think maybe the the bigger reason is reason number two. I've always been a you-do-you kind of person. Even back in high school, everybody in my family went to Catholic school. I wanted to go to this public school, and my mom was all concerned about it. And I said, you know what? I don't care because I'm Catholic, and I would rather be in a public school where they are not Catholic and they are doing what I'm calling sins and I can just brush it off as, well, they're not Catholic, they don't know that's sin, that's that's not a concern. I've always been a you-do-you kind of person. I feel more comfortable saying, look, kids, this is how we're doing things, this is what's important to us, and it doesn't bother me what other people do. You live your life, I'll live my life. That's that's as long as I can remember, that's the way it's, um, it's been for me. I believe that we're all made in God's image and likeness and with free will. It's not my job to judge. It's not my job to fix. I'm just going to love the sinner, hate the sin, and I'm going to go about my business. And I'm hoping that you guys are all going to do the same. But lately that's changed. And I don't know if that's because my kids are at integral ages right now or if it's the political climate right now. And I would guess that it's probably both, but I'm also going to assume that it is more political. Um, the climate in politics has definitely changed and we're no longer interested in being a United States. I'm no longer able to say you do you and let's all enjoy each other even if we have differences. Now, all of a sudden, we're getting attacked. Nobody wants to unite. Everybody wants to divide. So here are a couple examples of that. Um, I was talking to my fifth grader about a, a girl in his class who he announced was bisexual. And I said, huh, really? I don't know if um, if she's got like the biological capabilities to be attracted to any sex at this age. I don't know if she has sexual desires quite yet, so I don't know if she is bisexual. That's all I said. I was not judging her. I don't care. I wasn't telling him what's right or wrong. I simply said, eh, I don't know. And he said, you sound so homophobic. And I said, no, no, that's not homophobic. That's biology. We're talking about the makeup of our hormones, when they get set off, and how they work. So, no, I think it's totally okay to ask that question. Racist is a word that we have we've heard a lot in our you know in the outside world. But even sometimes I will hear 
one of my kids describing a friend to another kid and saying, no, 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 he's the one that lives here that, that plays this sport with me and his, this is his name on um, Xbox and he's got black skin. And there's, then somebody says, oh my gosh, that's racist. And I'm like, no, that's the color of his skin. That is not a race issue. It's, it's a fact. I, I, like, I don't know how that makes him racist. And that's an accusation that I've heard a couple times where I've had called out every time and say, no, no, no. No, we're misunderstanding here. Um, saying what color his skin is does not make you racist. It makes you aware of his attributes that are physical. Saying he's fast because he's black, it might be a stereotype, yes. But is it racist? I mean, let's look at biology on this. It's not racist. They... Um, the those from Africa are made differently with a longer torso and shorter legs and um, and so they work differently I don't know I don't know how we started traveling down this path here but um, we need to correct it I've also been told that I'm anti-feminist because I'm pro-life and although I absolutely believe it's your body it's your choice when you have a baby inside your body, it is no longer your body that we're discussing. It is their body. And it is not your choice to choose how another body behaves or reacts. Just like I don't think it's okay for an adult male to decide that a woman wants to have sex with him when she's clearly saying, no, I don't think it's okay for an adult woman to decide that the, the baby inside her does not deserve to live. That is not her body. Now, I hope that you can make great choices with your body as you grow up, especially my daughter, and I hope that my sons make great choices with the women and that they take care of their bodies, but I do believe that it is their choice whether they tattoo it or pierce it or dye it or whatever. When it becomes somebody else's body living inside their body, it's no longer their choice. Does that make me anti-feminist? I don't think so. I think that I'm still a pretty good feminist feminist um you could choose to vaccinate your body you could choose to put a mask on your body you could choose to cut your body i hope you don't you could choose to starve your body i hope you don't i hope i'm giving enough morals and values and self-respects and love that the people don't make that choice but they are capable of making that choice anyway all of this is because i've been accused then of being homophobic i and a racist and an anti-feminist and so now I no longer have the freedom to say, ah, you do you, because now I'm getting attacked for doing me, for my morals, for my values, for the way I'm bringing people up. All of a sudden it's a problem. And honestly, if I were single or if I were married with a dog, I could afford to be selfish. I could afford to stick to my own life and I could afford to let everybody do themselves and I could get annoyed by the times that people call me racist or homophobic or whatever when I'm speaking about basic biology. I get frustrated about that and I could do nothing about that. But um, I can't. It's my I can't anymore. It's my obligation. I have to stand up. I have to stand out and I have to speak up. And now I'm making awkward eye contact. So do you. Okay, I'm going to just throw out a parenting example. Often when I correctly accuse my kids of lying, they either own up to it, which is a rarity, or they walk away all huffy and puffy and angry. Now, if I wrongly accuse them of lying, they go crazy. They're crying. They're yelling. That's not true. That's not fair. You don't trust me. So I can tell um, when they get self-righteous that... 
that it's because they're innocent, because they have the truth. Well, guess what? I have the truth. So I'm no longer going to stick my head in the sand and go about my life. It's my duty to share, expose, and enlighten with that truth. I, I've got to stand up and I've got to say, no, I'm not a racist. It's got to happen. I've got to say more because it's not enough that I know what I think. I have to start sharing it. Um, and you do too. You have to look at yourself in the mirror. You have to own up to the fact that you can and you must do more. Now, maybe my more is only 11 subscribers and I'm praying about that and I'm going to figure out whether I need to be redirected or whether path is going to be made clear, whether this podcast should or should not be a thing. That's just, this is something that I'm trying. And yours might be totally different. Maybe you're hosting friends instead of sending your kid to a house, to a stranger's house. Maybe you're getting to know the parents of your kids. Maybe you're speaking up and you're speaking out to your religious leaders. Maybe you're showing up and signing up for PTO, running for the board, joining the club, throwing out the flyers, writing the flyers, making the posts, doing the research. But you also have to do the work. We have to do the work. I wish I could just say, you do you. But that's a disservice and that's a failure to my children. I'm not here for the money or the fame or the, you know, 11 followers. I understand that my son thinks it's ridiculous because probably his friends have 30,000 followers on their Instagram accounts and I don't. And that's all fine because my goal isn't for those. My goal isn't for that. My goal is to make sure that I am doing my best. And I've got to show them that. I have to get out and I have to show them, look, look, look. No, 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 I'm not okay with just saying, eh, they're different. Now I'm standing up for my beliefs. I'm standing up for myself. I'm standing up for the way that I am parenting you. Because they have to see that and they have to understand that. And that's really all my goal is. So if it hits a couple people, great. If it hits a lot of people... Even more great because then the message will be a little bit more clear and maybe more people will join the momentum and the movement and they will stand up. And for sure and for certain, I will fail as often as I succeed. You know, occasionally we'll go down a path where we are boycotting something or another um, and it only lasts for a couple weeks or a couple days. So I'm not saying that everything is going to be met with success. I'm not saying that um, I'm doing it the right way, but I am saying that I'm trying. I am saying that when my fifth grader comes home and he tells me that I am homophobic because I'm questioning whether or not his fellow fifth grader is capable of being bisexual just yet in their life, in their sexual development, and I'm calling him out, I'm standing up for that. I'm no longer sitting by and saying, no, 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 it's everything's fine. It's not. It's not okay. We need to come back to the facts. We need to come back to the science. And we need to come back to reality. And we need to start exposing the untruths that and the slander that's going on out there. So um, that's why I started a podcast. And that's why I'm doing it now. So that I can get out there and I can be an example for a voice and I can be a voice and my children could see that I am involved and I myself can get involved and know that I am speaking a little bit more even if that is something that makes me uncomfortable. 
That's my thoughts on why podcast, why now. And if you are making any moves, let me know about those. And also, feel free to share this with somebody you think has got a great idea and should get out there and start pursuing it. Feel free to share this with anybody. Rate, review, subscribe, and like. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for joining me today. You can find me on Instagram at That's Feminism Bro and ask me any questions or just share your thoughts. Artworks by KVB and music by Ace Parawan.